2: Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is Talksport Daily.
0: Hello, happy Wednesday, and welcome to another Andy Goldstein's Talksport Daily podcast with me, your host Andy Goldstein. Without the Alice Bang. That time looked ridiculous with that. Well, that's your opinion. Anyway, we begin with an emotional caller on the importance of getting fans back into stadiums with London now in tier three. Meaning no supporters are allowed into sporting arenas from today in the capital. Katie Price's ex-husband Simon Jordan and Adrian Durham discuss whether sports supporters across the country should be exempt from the tiered restrictions. You'll also hear from the head of matchroom, Barry Hearn, but first up, this is Dave, the West Ham fan, on Drive. Yeah, hello, Adrian. Hello, Danny. I just want to share sort of my experience of, of going to the West End manchester United game when we come back. And I got on the train at Canary Wharf. There was six or seven in the carriage, all masked up. We got off at Pudding Mill Lane, walked to the stadium, see probably two dozen people, you know, half of 30, 40 yards apart in the stadium. Safe as ours it's getting there. Checked on the gate, identity checked, field forms in before you went. When I got in the stadium for two hours, I was just then lost. From the outside world, I've got the emotion back of football, the song starting, the players coming out.
3: Boy, does that sound good. What really gets me about it in terms of mental health is you've got good, and I'm just away from the football for a second, you've got good, honest, hard-working people who are up to date with paying their full tax, not looking for loopholes left, right and centre. They're happy yeah. to pay the full tax. And they're getting done by this massively. And their dignity is affected. Their pride is affected. Their families are affected. As individuals, their self-worth is affected and nobody seems to care about it. There's more of a case for sports to be open than there perhaps is for gyms to be open or there perhaps is for retail shops to be open. Not because I want retail shops to be damaged by the nature of the, the, comp, of the loss of revenues... But how do you argue that people can shop in a shop, but they can't go into a football stadium where football stadiums, specifically the Premier League guys, are spending hundreds of thousands of pounds to make sure their environments are sanitised such a point that you're almost sanitised within an inch of your life?
4: We can't go one day this, one day that forever. We've either got to say... Close the bloody lot or open it. You can't have a world of inconsistency because no one knows where they are. You've got to keep the country going and that involves sport, Jim. I'm getting very frustrated with doing all the work and then getting slapped in the face.
0: World Cup winner Frank Labeouf has criticised his old side. Chelsea labelling Frank Lampard's team, I quote, too nice. On John Ave, Danny Murphy jumped to the defence of the Blues ahead of the game against Wolves. Of course, I say ahead of it, because he was completely unaware they would lose that one as well. <laughs> oh, dear. Apologies.
5: The fact is, it's nonsense. They've they've lost one game in 17. This is a Chelsea side, free-flowing, enjoying their football, got good strength and depth. They had a off day, really, after a load of games in a short space of time after playing midweek in Champions League they had a a tough game at a good team Everton fighting for their lives you know trying to get back on track after losing some games themselves they hit the post they had a few chances could have easily nicked a draw
3: Mason Mount with the free kick right footed he's hit the post Jordan Pickford wouldn't have got anywhere near it it's come back out to Timo Werner and Chelsea so close to an equaliser
5: he's talking about a lack of fighting spirit I mean it's it's lazy it's a lazy comment you don't lose one in 17 without fighting spirit let me tell you that. You don't go Seville and win, you know, 4-0. You, don't, you, you just don't do that. You don't keep winning games at the likes of Burnley in the Premier League without fighting spirit. I mean, if Thiago Silva wasn't fighting that day, I don't know who he was because he was jumping with Chris Wood. Barnes, I think, came on. There was There's fighting spirit in that Chelsea side. Because John Terry isn't there doesn't mean there isn't fighting spirit. And, and actually, naming English as a nationality, is it's gone. We're past that. Mm-hmm. You're either lacking fighting spirit or you're not. But if you're lacking fighting spirit and not lo- and losing one game in 17, well, I'd like my team to lack fighting spirit.
0: Well, we can hear how Chelsea got on last night. Well, I've just told you, actually. This was the reaction on my show, Andy Goldstein Sports Bar, Monday Thursday from 10pm, with, of course, the former Chelsea defender, Jason Cundy, looking back at last night's Premier League action that saw Chelsea lose 2-1 to Wolves. It's Wolves
3: 2, Chelsea 1, a goal in the final minute.
4: four-time whistle and Wolves have come from behind here Chelsea missing the chance to go top of the Premier League Wolves move up to ninth in the table Chelsea stay fifth it's finished Wolves two Chelsea one good
2: evening
6: (laughs)
4: nothing I can do Nothing I can do, just got to take it on the chins. We had a couple of moments on the, on the pitch where the players were switching off, you know,
0: and that, could, that can't happen, you know. It's, you can get your message on the pitch and you can do your message before the game, letting them know that these are the one of the biggest counter-attacking teams in the Premier League and have pace and have a threat against you and
7: um, players have to deal with that. Some days ago we were really disappointed after playing a very good match and today we are happy, but honestly we didn't play so good. But this is football.
6: The last two games have been dreadful. Second half against against Wolves tonight. I can't I can't sugarcoat it. We were terrible. Wolves were excellent, but I don't I can't quite get my head around how in the last minute of a game you've you're allowed a one v one with Kurt Zouma in the box for them to, to score. That should not happen in game management from the manager from the players. There should be an in game man. We've been good at that this mm. season. Frank's got a lot right, but tonight there was a few things that you look at it and go, that's not good enough.
1: Full-time Manchester City won, West Bromwich Albion won. So what a battling point from the baggies. Of course, that moves them to seven points, still second bottom, but they wouldn't have expected, surely, anything from this. They've lost their previous 13 games against Manchester City.
7: Yeah, we could not win, so we had the chances to win at the end. We were uh, better
6: than them, but we could not win. Can you imagine the atmosphere tomorrow at the training ground? Our preparation for Villa, our preparation for upcoming games. We showed again against those big teams on paper that we can put a good performance in, and uh, this is great to get momentum, to get the confidence, and to get that belief. Breaking news on
4: TalkSport.
2: TalkSport understands that West Brom manager Slavan Bilic will be sacked tomorrow. That's despite securing that point at the Etihad with the one-all draw against Manchester City. It's believed that Sam Allardyce is among the leading contenders to replace him with the remit of keeping them in the Premier League, although they haven't approached him yet. Nigel Pearson and Mark Hughes have also been considered, but Big Sam is thought to be the number one choice.
6: I mean, this is a brutal industry, isn't it? He's got a nice point away from there. Could be sacked in the morning.
3: I would rather go down to League Two than have a Wolves fan
6: in charge of my club. What? Oh, I mean, Chris... And that's what he is. Chris, it doesn't matter who he supports, Chris. That, that, it, put, does that it does matter. It matter. Park it to one side. Chris, it doesn't matter. Oh, it does
0: matter. It doesn't matter,
6: Chris. Will it matter if he keeps you up? No,
3: I'd rather be in League Two. I'd rather be in League Two than have a Dingle in charge of us. Chris, you'd rather have a Dingle?
0: Oh, I don't know, mate. Chris, you would? I don't know.
3: Round here, Dingles and Albion, it's It's a bad mix. It's all and water. It ain't going to happen. But uh, Chris, if he kicks them up, it's not going to... Jason, Jason, the thing is, mate, he ain't going to come here anyway because the Albion won't pay what he wants, his wages, whatever slaving billage
6: he's on... Yeah, but you oh, don't no, know that, oh, Chris. No, I've had a season for 35 years. Chris, let me On tell you now, it. it will be, bo- be bonus-related, OK? Sam Allardyce will be bonus-related. If he keeps West Brom up in the Premier League, that's where he'll earn the big money.
0: Now, the war of the words is underway ahead of Liverpool against Spurs. Not easy for me to say because there's a W and an R quite close to each other. So let me just get rid of all of that saliva. Yeah, anyway, ahead of Liverpool against Spurs in the Premier League tonight with Jürgen Klopp and Jose Mourinho doing their verbal jousting before the match. We'll hear from the special one shortly, but first let's hear from the grinning Kloppy.
4: Very impressive, very impressive um, what he did now at Tottenham, the the way they play this year um, is really good. He turned them into into a result machine. That's how it is. They, they got results, they have good performances. If they are not on their top, then they still win. Um, they defend collectively, all this kind of stuff. So, um, very impressive.
0: Jürgen says that because if you look to our results this season, we lost one in the Premier League and we lost one in Europa League, so our results are very positive. But I think it's too early and uh, the period... Of good results is about a few months, and the, a results machine, of course, is is much more than that. A result machine is what uh, Liverpool has been for the past couple of years. A result machine was what uh, my Chelsea was in the period we won the two consecutive titles. Liverpool is 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 the result of one thousand eight hundred and ninety four days. Of work with Jürgen, uh, and we are the result of a work of 390 days. Now, this is the former Spurs striker Darren Bent, who is, of course, an Arsenal fan, discussing the problems at the Emirates as they now find themselves in a relegation battle. You hear know, from the former Crystal Palace owner and, of course, ex-husband of Katie Price, Simon Jordan, as well as Mikel Arteta. But let's go back six weeks to Benti claiming that the Gunners boss is a better coach than Maurizio Pochettino. Yes, let's do that. Maybe some harp music would be nice.
7: Arteta has gone in at Arsenal not even that long. It's not even been a year yet, has it? And look what he's done there. He's identified the players that he's got. Defensively, we've not been great. He's completely changed that up completely around. So he's managed to find a way of getting it done. He completely turned Xhaka around to the point where he's been absolutely superb.
3: And Granite Xhaka is sent off. And Arsenal are down to 10 men.
7: You can't give Arteta any more credit. The moment things start to turn sour, and, and that's what I don't like about Arsenal, when things turn sour, it goes so far the wrong way that in the end, they end up having to change the manager. If he's got to work with these same players, I mean, I'd love to see Arsenal go, I know it's never going to happen because they just don't do business that way. In general, go, listen, right, what do you need? Here's the money, go and buy the players. But right now, for me, it looks like these players have switched off for, from listening to his ideas. Now, obviously, if you've got a manager there who I, I like him as a coach. I think he's a very, very good coach. But if the players have switched off and are no longer listening to the ideas, that's going to go from bad to even worse. And mm. we might end up being a relegation battle. However good the coach is, if the players are not buying into his ideas, then what happens next? You can't just keep, keep having the manager there for the sake of, well, he's a good manager. Yeah, but the players are not listening to him anymore.
3: 15 minutes to go and it's game over. Arsenal falling apart. Arsenal nil. Aston Villa three.
5: This is our reality right now and we have to face it. And we have to face it being brave. Fighting and uh, no one giving up or anything uh, because it's not time to hide, it. it's time to put uh, your face and the body in the line. And at the moment, I'm sorry, but uh, we have to take the bullets. We are not winning football matches.
3: I talked about believing that Arteta was changing the culture of his club, and perhaps it's a slightly bigger job than I anticipated. These are moments in time, and I understand, never more do I understand, having, having been in a situation where I could hire and fire managers, that moments in time make decisions. But you can't put a person in situ at one moment, say he's going in exactly the right direction, and you hit adversity and go, bang, everybody runs for the hills. You really want support like that if you're in the... You know, you wouldn't want guys like that with you in the trenches, would you? Because there'd be no-one supporting you. I think that he's got to come through this. There's some pain, but this pain that he's going through right now might bring out some gain in it.
0: Now, the Premier League is reportedly set to introduce concussion substitutes next month. Oh, yeah, yeah, not this weekend. Don't give it the green light now, just wait a month. Yeah, yeah, why why are you waiting a month? Oh, no reason, just wait in a month. Yeah, but why are you waiting a month? Oh, there's no reason at all. Yeah, but why don't you just implement it now? Oh, well, we're going to do it in a month. Yeah, but why wait? Anyway, clubs are set to vote in favour of the new rule, which will be confirmed on Thursday. We'll bring it in on Thursday, I've just told you. It's got to be a month. Why, though? No one knows. Anyway, the former England and Arsenal physio Gary Lewin spoke about his concern of the new law being tactically abused, which may have slowed its introduction.
5: Any laws like this are brought in, you have to see how it affects how the game is played. And that is obviously medically as well as tactically. And there's always this underlying concern that any rules that get brought in for the welfare of the player could actually be misused. And I think that's always the underlying case, that you've got to maintain the integrity of the sport with any law changes medically i would argue that any extra time you're given to make that assessment is beneficial to you if you suspect a concussion you ideally would just simply take the player off but in elite sport that's not always possible you really do have to do a full assessment and come to a diagnosis on whether you think it's a concussion or not
0: now, this is Sir Alistair Cook, the former England cricket captain, discussing Johnny Bairstow and his role in the test side after being recalled, as well as next year's Ashes Down Under
5: you'd Need that different option to change tactics. And the arts of um, Ollie Stone, Joffre Archer, Mark Wood, all 3K bowlers, a cable bowler in 91, you have that variety. So England have options where they probably didn't have a 2017, 2013, 14 when we last last twice went over there. In terms of the bowlers, we always mention the bowlers and go to Australia, but big runs are so important on flatter wickets. And the development in the batting lineup, in terms of the number of times they posted 400 in the first innings, it has gone through the roof over the last 12 months. So I do think they can definitely cause Australia. Some <laughs> it's a sweep yeah! from yeah! It's a hundred from Bersto. Yeah! It's a moment to save her from Berstow. I would love a bit of clarity from the England selectors saying is he going on as a backup batsman, a front order batsman, or is he competing with the keeping slot? And I think Johnny Bearstow will need that clarity. I see him as competing with Joss Butler as that keeper yeah. batsman. I think I think he's the all-round cricketer.
0: Back right now to Danny Murphy on Jack Grealish's behaviour and why it might seem excluded from Gareth Southgate's England squad.
5: I think that there's definitely room for improvement, <laughs> to say the least. But I do think that every time you mess up, it goes in a little book in his head. I don't think he's uh, somebody who puts up with nonsense too more than once. I think, you know, obviously there's been more than one thing, but from the same player, if you continually repeat, offend, you're not going to play. There's two players. You want to pick one of them. One of them's well-behaved and one of them isn't, and there's a little bit of differential in their ability. You know who he's going with.
2: Simon Jordan here. You and I are both listening to the Talk Sport
0: Daily Podcast. And we finish finished with the wonderful Paul Hawkesby and the equally... Bri- oh, I thought Andy Jacobs was it? That's nice Talking golf.
4: My son Jack's second-oldest <clears throat> child mm. just got married to somebody called Todger Strunk. I don't have any
1: comments to make, but I just, you know, it's an interesting name. Todger Strunk. Todger Strunk. Do you think at some point when he's been over to England and he's like, yeah, can I just get a name in looking for a table? (laughs) Todger. (laughs) Sorry? <laughs> and it, it's, it's that thing of it, obviously meaning nothing in the states. So, how did he get that nickname? Do we know? know. It's it not get his name, ni- isn't it? Not, is not it not his actual name? I haven't done enough research. In no, it's, I believe it's not, he's called no one, no
4: one christens their kids Todger. <laughs> oh, I think they might. He does sound like a golfer, doesn't he? Can you imagine Bob Bubka really going in, Mate, just missing the cut there. <laughs> and Todger Strunk,
1: ball in Andy Great news <laughs> for Todger Strunk. <laughs> It'd be great, wouldn't it? Well, Bob did tell us the other day that he saw um, Sandy Lyle in suspenders. So, oh, really? Uh, yeah, he did oh, tell marvellous. us that. I didn't did, know about uh, that. that. Braces <laughs> cabaret of cabaret act. But uh, yeah, Todger, I mean, it's, I'm trying to think is his he, is name Todd? And you know when, when the kids you know you, when the kids are young, you, if he's little Todd, he becomes little Toddy, little Todge, little <laughs> not, not little Todger, but you, you know what I mean. It could be it could be a derivative. That is possible, of that. isn't it? Yeah, I reckon he started okay, out as Todd. Okay, well anyone has Todd. Novel, was, it, was it Todd different. Stunk? Did you say Todd <laughs> Strunk? Todd Strunk. Strunk.
4: It was close to okay. Strunk, which would be really <laughs> yeah. would be a really disappointing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, State yeah. of affairs, wouldn't it? Anyway. Paul in Liverpool wants TV formats for Todger Strunk do you uh, is that a road we want to go down
1: um, I think it's high risk, <laughs> it high I, I, risk I'd, I'd, it? I'd certainly I wouldn't take calls on it no. I'd like <laughs> no. an element no. of
4: control look it's not my, it's not my show is it and I'm I'd, happy to take the
1: risks here I mean I think you'd predominantly have to deal with a surname and I can't really think of um, Strunk the place out And then is that like a sort of makeover show like a Lawrence Llewellyn <laughs> Bowen where he comes in it's better if you leave off his first name off that show yeah, isn't it? <laughs> that's right yeah <laughs>
0: it for another podcasty thing. From 7pm tonight, let me remind you on kickoff on Talksport, Hugh Wozencroft presents from West Ham against Crystal Palace for all the goals as they go in on a busy night of Premier League and EFL action, including Danny Mills at Anfield for Liverpool against Spurs. And that's it for another podcasty thing. I'm back tonight for Andy Goldstein's Sports Bar Monday, Thursday from 10pm. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein Talksport Daily podcasts out first thing in the morning. So do what you've got to do to get it. Until then, have a great day. Be safe, everyone. Be safe.